Hi guys and welcome to season two of In Her Purpose Show, a platform where we feature female game changers who have paved the way on succeeding their goals and continue to inspire at the same time. I am your host, Mafe Yunan Velasco, and this show is super close to my heart because I'm able to learn and grow with two amazing women who are the founders and owners of In Her Purpose Book and Company. So honored to introduce the two of them to you all. So first, let's start off with Jen Redondo Marquez, who is a, a game changer herself working in the tech world and serving as a mentor for Collective Hustle and FASTA, Filipino-Americans in Silic Silicon Valley tech. And of course, Rose Buado, mother of two, businesswoman, mentor to young women entrepreneurs, inspirational speaker, and manager of the Philharmonic. Hello, ladies. Happy Friday to you. Hello. <laughs> So today we have um, another amazing guest and let me introduce her to you all who are viewing on Kumu and also on Facebook. So check it out, we have Carissa Ortega, AKA Kissa, is an entrepreneur and business coach based in the burbs of Los Angeles. She has owned various businesses over her 16 years of her career. The highlight being Ninongs, which has been newly rebranded to Ninong's Dessert Lab. Since the pivot of her business, due to, of course, COVID-19 pandemic, though she is very um, passionate about helping people, creating communities and entrepreneurship, um, you know, she is just uh, an amazing woman, just hearing all that. And of course, aside from running her family business, her true calling is helping others create thriving food and product-based businesses. In her spare time, you can find her having lunch dates with loved ones, coaching an entrepreneur, or spending time with her husband, Charlie, son, Mika, Micah, and pup, Evie. So without further ado, let's welcome the beautiful Carissa, AKA Kissa. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hi, we are so excited to have you on In Her Purpose Life. And we're really excited to introduce you to our community if they haven't already read our book. Um, Carissa is in our in our book. Her chapter is Be Vulnerable. So um, Carissa, if you can share a little bit about your background, who you are, what you do, and how you got to where you are today. So who is Carissa? Yeah, um, hi everyone. I just want to say that I'm so excited to be here. Um, I am Kissa, everyone calls me Kissa, and I am one of the owners of um, formerly Ninong's Cafe. And we've, like I said, um, like Mafe mentioned, uh, we rebranded to Ninong's Dessert Lab recently. Um, I am a former restaurant owner, a food and product based business coach and a mom to my almost one-year-old son, Micah. Um, in my spare time, I just 
love to spend time with family. Uh, family is a big component of everything I do, not just uh, you know here on my at home at my personal life, but also in my business. We run a family-owned and operated business here out of Los Angeles, and it's just entrepreneurship has just been something I've always been passionate about. I started my first business when I was 19 years old, and have started businesses in various industries. I've um, I've just found the passion of starting something new is something that's very very exciting to me. So I'm excited to be here with you, ladies. Thanks for joining us. Um, so throughout your entrepreneurial journey, um, what has served as your inspiration and in everything that you've done in your career up until now? Um, family is a big component, like I mentioned. I think without even realizing it, my mom was a big inspiration to me. And I talk, to her, I talk about her a lot in um, the in the book mm -hmm. um today is actually her five-year death anniversary so it's so crazy that oh you know we're doing this you know interview today because i really talk about her in the book a lot and she's just a big motivation to me in all aspects she was an entrepreneur as well and growing up i was exposed to that kind of um just lifestyle of hustling all the time and the flexibility of schedule and all the things that came along with it. And so she was a big inspiration, I think almost without me knowing it. Um, it was just, uh, it, I always wanted to be around her. I wanted to be like her ever since I was a little kid. I would put her high heels on with my tiny little feet in there and like clank around the house and stuff. So she was a big inspiration to me. For those who haven't read the book yet, can you tell them like what your mom, like a little bit more about your mom, like what she did and she was also an entrepreneur, like the whole journey for her, for your mom. Yeah, um, my mom, she grew up in the Philippines. And so when she came here to the US, her main goal was just to make a better life for herself. She lived in the provinces of the Philippines and they, her family struggled a lot. and my grandpa, my Lolo, always said starting a business is the best thing you can do because there's just so much opportunity when you're an entrepreneur. And so when she came here, she did get a job, but her main goal was to always be in business for herself. And so she started off in the real estate industry uh, because her biggest passion was to serve people. And so she was um, a realtor for a very long time. Uh, as long as I can remember, she was a realtor. And when the recession hit in 2008, um, my a, a lot of members of my family lost their jobs. And so they wanted to be able to do something together, which is why they started Ninongs in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so um, they started the bakery and they had, had never run a restaurant or a food business here in the US before. They did in the Philippines, but it's very, very different. Um, here in the US. And so we, we as a family came together and had to learn along the way. And my mom spearheaded all of that. Um, she was the leader when it came to um, being in charge of the business. Um, she would be there from when it opened and then she would be there when it closed and she would do real estate in between. It was just, she made, she wanted to make time for everything and everyone because it just mattered so much to her. And so uh, that's that 
that's also why, you know, she was just such a big inspiration to me because somehow she just, she did it without complaint and she did it with so much love. Uh, it was, it was just something that I know affected a lot of people while she was alive. And then how did you end up being a part of the business? Because you weren't. To the that's right. Yeah. So, um, in 2013, um, my mom had asked me to, you know, have lunch with her. And we had a serious conversation about the business. And at the time, she was just telling me that, you know, um, she was getting older, and she was just thinking about the future of Ninongs. And she wanted to know whether or not um, my husband, Charlie, and I wanted to continue the business or not. And so um, Charlie, my husband has a huge passion for cooking, he loves to cook. And so when I talked to him about it, he said, I wanna give it a shot. I wanna at least try it um, and see if it's something that we like to do. And if if we at least try it, at least we won't regret it. Mm -hmm. So I went back to her, I told her yes. So I quit my job and I you know, went full time and started working at the, at the shop. We call it the shop. Um, and within a month of me working there, we found out that my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer and that just kind of flipped our whole world upside down. I was thinking I would get, you know, maybe six months of time to train with her so she could teach me all the things that I needed to know to be able to run the business. But it got cut short to, you know, just a month. Um, mm -hmm. And at the time, my mom didn't have health insurance um, because this was in 2013. And so she had to go to the Philippines, actually, to um, get surgery done for a mastectomy. And so that all in itself was just a whirlwind of whirlwind of things and trying between trying to help her so that she can come back to the US and continue cancer treatment here and trying to get her insurance and then her being, you know, 14 or thir 13 hours away with the time difference and wondering if she's okay and making sure that uh, her recovery was going well all while just, you know, having one month of experience running the shop, it was just a really overwhelming time. Mm -hmm. And so I remember just being so emotional and crying all the time. And it, you know, it was, um, it was a really, it was a really hard time for our family, but it also brought us so, so close. If there's any bright side to it, I would say that um, it brought us really close together because we were forced to communicate, not just about personal things, but also business. We had to learn how to separate personal from business and, and just all those things. It forced me to learn, have to learn things really, really quickly. I mean, that's a lot of challenges in itself, right? Like having yeah. a lot of business um, and in a certain amount of time, like figure out everything because you're, I mean, your mom did everything. Aside from that, like what other challenges have you encountered um, being an entrepreneur? Well, let's put, you know, current situation mm -hmm. aside. Yes. <laughs> let's put current situation aside. Um, I had to learn how to be kind of a jack of all trades, right? As a small business owner, you don't always have the capital upfront to hire a bookkeeper or an assistant or, you know, a marketing or advertising agency, or, you know, you have to kind of 
pull yourself up and just learn how to do things on the fly. And so critical thinking was a big part of that. I, I always kept thinking, why is it happening this way? And what can I do to make it better? So Google was my best friend. You know, I would just Google everything. And at the time, I thought that, you know, especially in the beginning, when you're a new entrepreneur, your biggest concern is getting people to notice your business. And so for me, with a marketing background, I really focused on that. I, I was trying to figure out how do I get people through the door because we had a brick and mortar store. So I said, how do I get people through the door? How do I get people to recognize us or know that we're around? And at the time, you know, Yelp and Google Maps and these social media things was new. It was not, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't a thing in 2008, 2009, you know, it was still a growing industry. And so I took a chance. My you know, my parents didn't believe in that. They were, they wanted, they were advertising in print. They were, you know, advertising in the church bulletins and doing coupons, mailers, that type of thing. And I said, well, this costs nothing. So let's just try it. And, and I think that's the biggest thing. There's nothing wrong with trying. Worst case scenario, it doesn't work out and you pivot, but try. You got to try. Yes. Yes. It's so funny because everything that you're talking about right now is like everything that I have went through and everything that I'm going through right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because um, Rose owns a bunch of cafes in L.A. too. So, yeah. So it's like, oh, my gosh, wearing multiple hats, being able to be your accountant, your bookkeeper, being able to be the marketing person and the social media person now. It's like you have to be a social media person is like its own job in itself. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah so everything you're, you're, you just ran, ran down is like, oh my gosh, that's like the story of my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I feel you. And I too lost my mom um, in 2016. How long is that? Five years? About four Five years. years. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. So, so yeah, I totally understand. You and me are very alike. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are living very parallel lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been meeting a lot of people with parallel situations as well. So this is, I always love to meet people that went through the same thing because we're, there's so much that we can learn from each other. Yes. And it, it just makes us all a little bit better. It comforts. It, and there's just something about, you know, knowing someone that experienced that loss it's comforting because they, another person gets what you went through. So. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. You are an inspiration. You are like going through everything. You're so young and it's just so amazing that you're, you are going through this and I'm so happy that we're, we're able to talk right now. <laughs> so yeah, I'm um, happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you recently had a son right, Micah, and we all know how hard it is to balance and to keep that family life and that business life. Tell us, like, how are you able to do this? And and what else do you like to do besides being a mom and working? Well, to answer, the second question is easier for me to answer. I'm a workaholic and <laughs> a momaholic. <laughs> so other than that, it's very hard. 
I don't know if I have any other hobbies. I love to talk business with people. It's just something that, you know, I love to do. Um, maybe watch basketball. I'm an NBA fan, so maybe that's something, but yeah, right? <laughs> I saw your t-shirt. I was like, oh, I think that says NBA, Jen. I'm not sure though. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, so that, but um, sorry, what was the first question about Micah? Yeah, so how is it balancing oh. family and your business now? Oh man, um, it's a learning experience for sure. Uh, yeah. I was talking to someone else and they were saying that, you know, Ninong's was my first baby and Micah is now my second baby. So trying to, you know, find the time for both has been really hard, especially when things have happened, you know, how everything happened in 2020. I thought I had it all planned out. I was thinking in my head, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to go on maternity leave and then I'm going to be gone for this long. I'm going to go back to work and he's just going to come with me. That's the beauty of entrepreneurship, right? Like no problem. It'll, I can do it all. Oh my gosh. I was so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm learning a lot about balance. Um, it took a very long time actually for for me to get pregnant. And so Micah's just so special to me. It took us five years. And um, I actually got pregnant at a moment where I just gave up, you know? Mm. So it, it was almost as if my whole pregnancy was like, I was waiting for something to happen. Like, like it was all just so surreal. I just didn't feel like I was actually pregnant. I didn't, no, you know, I just couldn't connect the dots because I wanted to be a mom so badly. And I and I dove into work because of the fact that it was just so hard and I couldn't control getting pregnant, you know, like that's just so out of your control and it's not something that you can just say, yeah, now is the time, snap your fingers and then it happens, yeah. you know? So um, now I find myself wanting to wanting to work, but also wanting to have that extreme flexibility to be with Micah as much as possible. And mm -hmm. the pandemic has given me that opportunity, right? Like, I thought that, you know, Micah was born on the February 20th of last year. And I thought I was going to go back to work on May 1st. Mm -hmm. So that was going to be my maternity leave, you know, I was going to have two months, that's standard. And then I just go back to work and he'd come with me like that's not a big deal. And the pandemic happened like three weeks after, or well, you know, the lockdown here in LA happened three weeks after he was born. And then what supposedly was going to be a two month maternity leave turned into, oh, okay, everything's going to open back up in June. So that made it a, you know, five months. And then next thing you know, he's about to be a year old next and month. Here and I'm still here, but <laughs> I'm, as much as everything that transpired in between then kind of sucked, the biggest blessing was to be able to be with him yes. during this time, like this time where he's developing so quickly and he's growing so fast. I just like, I can't even keep up. And I'm with him every single day, practically 24 hours a day. And it's still too fast for me. So it's, it's a big blessing 
to be able to be just with him as much as I, I am right now. And I definitely don't take that for granted. Right, right. And I always say, like, I know it's so cliche, but it's like everything happens for a reason, right? Like, um, it's just timing. It's always perfect timing. Yeah. Even when it's a bad situation, it's that was the time it was supposed to happen. Um, just like when your mom got diagnosed and you were already working there, um, you know, those type of things. Like, I don't see that as a coincidence. Like, I, I feel like that plan is it's working it, it out. Right. It's work. It's definitely working itself out. So very cool. Yeah. Yeah, you are um you're exactly where we are all exactly where we need to be. <laughs> um, 100%. I was telling someone the other day that just you know, um it's all a matter of perspective, I think. And with everything that's going on not just here in the US but around the world, like you can get really bitter or you can try and blame someone or want to blame someone, but What's that going to do? All it's going to do is put negative energy out into the world. And that's what we need less of. Yes. So if you can find the bright light in, and you can, you can find the bright light in any situation. There's definitely a bright light there somewhere. If you just focus on that, one, it'll make you less angry and bitter. But two, it just opens you up to great things when you, you know, you put positive vibes out there. So, yes, I love that. I love that. Uh, so with that, and you know, you're doing a lot, you started your first, your first business at 19. What was it? It was a, it was an event planning company. Okay. Okay. That's so see, we are living parallel <laughs> lives, but you're in LA, right? Yeah. How did we not meet? Cause I'm in LA too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Wait, well, did you have an world. event planning company too? She did? Yeah. I had what? one. Uh huh. I started at the age of. I started it at the age of eighteen, but it started off as me teaching debuts. Oh, I did that too. <laughs> yeah, so I would like choreograph and do all that stuff. You see, we're like the same person. So that's crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, parallel yeah. lives, even deeper. That's so insane. <laughs> Yeah, so I uh, started off making debuts and then, um, or teaching debuts and then event planning them. And then, um, and then all of a sudden, here we are owning cafes. So, <laughs> That's so, so crazy. yeah, yeah. And, um, and I know you were, you had corporate, you had a corporate background in the very beginning, right? Um, yeah. which then led you into, um, Nino's. And then um, how, the way you felt while you're making that transition, I know there was a little uncertainty, but did you actually, did you feel like that was a time that you were like, okay, this I'm meant for this. This is what I'm supposed to do. Was there ever no. a time that you had that feeling? No. no. <laughs> and how <laughs> about now? <laughs> I mean, I, I tell people all the time that, you know, I believe everything happens for a reason and there there's nothing wrong with taking an opportunity if you feel that it's right. Um, but in contrast to that, I was the type of person, or I still am, I fight the urge all the time, but I was the type of person that would jump at every single opportunity. I would say yes to anything and everything. I don't know why. And I would just <laughs> keep stacking more and more on my plate, right? So, you know, when this came around, I just, I just got married. I was probably, oh yeah, I was less than a year 
into our marriage. And so I could not make a decision without consulting Charlie and making sure that it was okay because that would be a huge hit to us financially. I would take a, a pay cut, obviously. Um, and so I we had to make the decision together. And because that gave me a little bit of time, I was able to think rationally about it. And um, it was hands down, I had to go for it. For one, I would be helping out my my parents and my aunt and my uncle. I would be helping out my family. But then on top of that, I would be able to possibly help Charlie fulfill a lifelong dream of becoming a chef. So there was no way that I could say no to that. You know, like mm -hmm. I just I just knew that I had to. Um, but I was hesitant because I I was I had a I had a job that I finally felt like could possibly be something I wanted to stay in. I I would always jump from job to job because I'm not good at being employed by anybody. Uh, I'm definitely an entrepreneur through and through, but I had finally found a job. So I just said, okay, maybe this is where I'm at. And then a year into that job, I was moving up, and you know I was getting um, opportunities to interview with people higher up in our in in the at my job and before that could even happen this happened so i i made the decision to say okay i'm going to put my stuff on hold and help help my family help my husband and that type of thing and but that hesitation of like doing something for someone else and abandoning what i wanted i was telling myself oh it's just going to be a little while you know but how long I didn't think I just I didn't think it would be this long. But like I said, everything happens for a reason. And I went into Ninong's thinking that it was just temporary, but it was the highlight of my career. You know, I met you guys because of it. I met so many other people. I I found my peeps, you know, like I found yeah. my community that I was longing for so long to find through Ninong's and it's given me that opportunity to hone in on what I really want to do. And now I feel like I can finally focus on it because I went through that journey of like navigating through it and, yes. and figuring it all out. Yes, I love that. I love that. Okay, so now that, so what is it that you love to do? Well, I love helping people. That's, for, that's from my mom, definitely. And I've tried different things, you know, I, I tried, following in my mom's footsteps. I tried doing real estate. I tried, you know, um, planning, planning events. I was, you know, planning weddings and weddings was like my favorite thing to plan. Um, I tried a bunch of different things and it just wasn't sitting well with me. And I, I remember um, years back, uh, I wanted to, I had told someone that I wanted to mentor, but it was just, I was too green. I was just, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have enough experience under my belt. And so it wasn't the time, but I knew some, sometime along the way that would be what I would want, want to do eventually. And so last year I launched um, my coaching program and it's specifically for people that want to start a food business or a product-based business to help them navigate through all the permitting and you know, how to start before they even get to that point, um, and especially the branding and marketing side. 
because that's where I feel like Ninong's really, um, I learned a lot from Ninong's and I feel that that is a huge component on how to um, drive business to a startup and do it in a way that's authentic, that's real, and that's not, you know, bots. <laughs> yes. I don't think people know this about you, but um, you were a graphic artist before. And so that's why like everything from Ninongs is like beautiful, right? Like the branding, the, well, I'm biased. Purple is my favorite <laughs> color. So like Ninongs is purple and I love it. Um, but like just everything that you guys put out is just like the, the graphics are beautiful. Nice. The marketing is nice. And so, um, and you guys are both in marketing, so that makes total. <laughs> oh my goodness! Gosh, that's so crazy. We're both coaches. We talk more. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk more after this because I need to know how deep this goes. Yes, <laughs> I know, right? And we both coach. It's so funny. I love it. Startups. <laughs> yes. So I crazy. Love it. Yes, we we are like the same person, and and it's funny because. Like we had to meet this way. We had to meet through the book. We had to meet through you being, um, you know, owning Ninongs. And it's, I don't know, it's just a great experience for me as well to be able to meet people like you who we are, are just so aligned with each other, um, which will help the process of us trying to make us, you know, grow with and lift each other up, right? And help all of us reach our goals. So I, it's, such a great time right now, I feel. Um, yeah. So, so very good. So so now that we've talked about what it is that you love doing, you love serving people, you love um, mentoring and teaching, that is your purpose. How do you feel about living in that purpose now, now that you've found it after going uh, through that journey? It's actually also a work in progress. I'm doing a lot of work, mental work. I guess. <laughs> That's so good it's though. Good. Yeah, but it's, um, I feel really, for one, I feel really excited about it, obviously, because I finally feel like um, I'm doing something for myself. Yes, That's something that um, I had to put on pause. Uh, but I also feel obviously extremely nervous about it because it's one thing to sell a product or, you know, have a restaurant, you know, the food speaks for itself type of thing. But when you're selling your knowledge, when you're selling yourself, it's a lot harder. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not something that I've, I'm, I'm used to. Um, I also came from a corporate branding type of atmosphere. So I, you know, when I went to school for design, it was all about brand identity, logos, not the face of the company and, you know, yeah. the personal side of branding. It was... Branding was way different, you know, 10 years ago. Oh my gosh. I don't even want to say that, but it was very I different. I said it out loud. <laughs> um, it was very different. And so um, that also was something is something that I have to work on. It's something that I'm trying to just get more confidence in, you know, like in just in my own abilities. Yeah. You know, it's just hard. I'm sure other women can relate to this where it's just when you're thinking about what you can do, what you can accomplish. You don't feel as confident, but when you're talking to someone else, you're more than willing to pump them up and yeah. lift them up and be excited for what they're doing, but it's hard to do it for yourself. So I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Well, just so you know, we're all here for you. 
Jen, me, Maffei, Rihanna, all of us, we are here for you. So if you ever need anything, do not hesitate to call us. If you need Thank some cheering you. on, yeah. we are here. We got you. <laughs> That's the thing I love about you guys. Like you guys are just so, so there for your community. Like you're always asking me how you guys can help. And it just means a lot. Like it just, to know that you're you're not forgotten sometimes, it, it makes a difference. So I appreciate you guys a lot. Oh, we appreciate, appreciate you, too. you too. Yeah. Um, okay, so tell us, um, the big question is, as a leader, what three pieces of wisdom would you give to someone like you who's trying to, or someone like us who's trying to build their journey, maybe start their own business or level up in a, their career? Um, one thing that I'm extremely passionate about is people but not just customers, um, staff, your, you know, your business partners. It's a big, it's a big deal when you have employees and, you know, um, you want to retain employees, especially when I was working, um, you know, retail jobs or just any job in general, um, management made a, made, you know, a big, was a big deal. If I didn't like who I was working for, it wasn't worth it. Money wasn't worth it. I would quit just like that, you know? And I believe it's about how you treat people. If you treat your team like they're dispensable and you and you don't talk to them with respect or you don't show that you appreciate them, you don't communicate with them um, clearly, it's just, it doesn't help anyone. So that's one thing. Um, another thing is, Treat your business like a business. When people start out, they're always just like, oh, I'm doing this little thing. It's just a hobby. It's not, you know, it's not a big deal. It is a big deal. Yes. You're, if you want to start a business, you need to take it seriously from the beginning. Mm -hmm. How many hours are you going to work toward it? Uh, start your bookkeeping right away. Separate your personal and business accounts. Like always treat your business like a business from the beginning. And I don't know about you guys, but a, a lot of people I come across and even my family when when Ninongs was first starting out, they didn't take it seriously. It was just like they were they were I don't know, playing with an expensive hobby with like <laughs> tons of expenses, but they weren't taking it as seriously as they would if they were being employed by someone else. Mhm. Mm I know Rose tells me that all the time. She's like, this is not a side thing, Jen. This is a real thing that we're building. And I was like, <laughs> I know, I know. It's always like, yeah. And it's, so we all have jobs, right? We all have jobs, but we all have in her purpose. And we have, so my job is I have, we have cafes and um, Jen has her corporate job. And it's like, um, those are our day jobs. And then yeah. we have our real, real, real job, which is yeah. <laughs> in our purpose, you know? So I always like have to remind Jen, like, no, this is the real thing. Like, <laughs> it's not our hobby. This is no, not a hobby. Because I am not going down like that. This is the real deal. <laughs> so thank you for reminding us. <laughs> I was like laughing when you said that because Rose, even today was like, Jen, no, this is a real job. I was like, I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you. I heard you. 
Yeah, yeah, we are not and, putting money into nothing. We are not putting any money into something fake. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I know. That's yeah. <laughs> Very cool. And um, can you let us know, like, what are some of your current goals and um, stuff that you're working on that we could, you know, help share with the world? Well, so we actually had to close our cafe um, this past November. And so right now we're trying to close everything out clean. And so we're we're actually fundraising uh, to raise money toward all those expenses that we weren't able to pay during the pandemic. Um, it stacked up really, really fast. Um, I've talked to, you know, other restaurant owners and everyone's hurting. And so I was trying to think of a way to not just, you know, fundraise, but to also give something in exchange. And so we're kicking off the fundraising tomorrow. Tomorrow is Saturday. I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> we're kicking off the fundraising on Saturday with a pop-up at a local coffee shop here in Northridge. It's called Cafe Aficionado and we'll be there from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. We're serving uga pancakes, topsilog, and then the cafe is going to be serving coffee. Um, they're also making a special ube cookie butter latte. So it'll it's gonna be super fun. Wow. Uh, but on top of that, we're also fundraising through merchandise. So we're going to be launching some ube-centric merchandise on our website and it'll be live tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna be selling shirts, uh, sweaters, stickers, mugs, that type of thing to um, raise funds for all the past due you know, expenses and bills that have just racked up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. You need to go to Amazing. ours. We have, we have a few cafes that you should do pop-ups at. I'm so yeah, down. We, we can that. talk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that would be awesome. We've been, we've been trying to come up with an Uve bagel. So, but we don't know what the market is out here to see if people are going to like it. So I think it oh, would be yeah. a great collaboration to see, like i we, the Uber lovers, might come out out of nowhere, and and it'd be a great oh, time to to try I it will. out. Yes, I told Rose she needs to make an Uber bagel, Uber cream cheese, and then she makes these like Uber um, lattes at home. Like we uh -huh. posted it on in her purpose, and everyone was like, "Can you share the recipe?" I was like, "I have no idea how Rose made that thing. <laughs> like, I don't know. Let's just make that up." You guys like anything Uber? I thought Man. that you know, in northern like northern LA, like no one would be into Uber, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna. I don't care. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna put it on the menu, and you would be surprised. Even non-Filipinos was like, okay, I'm I'm interested. I'm gonna try it, especially if you put it in a bagel. It's something familiar. It's it's so cool to mm. see other of other cultures trying it and be like oh my gosh that's amazing that so good right now we're looking at the pan i know those are our uber oh cookies. my gosh <laughs> are you so, open right now <laughs> i'm gonna go there now <laughs> Look at that. um yeah, i know i know that in my life every <laughs> i know it's so good um, I know that since the cafe shut down, I know that you have been working on this thing called the Dessert Lab. Do you want to tell our audience yeah. what that is? 
So um, it's basically the pastry side of uh, Ninong's. And so when we were a cafe, um, you know, I was thinking, how can we have multiple streams of income? And we already had an online store even when the cafe was open, but it wasn't a big part of our business. But we just wanted to test the waters and see, you know, if we were to make products that were shippable, would people outside of our, you know, little valley community be interested in buying stuff? And people were, which was really cool. But um, when the pandemic hit, it became our main source of income, mm -hmm. which was amazing. It was such a blessing. And when when everything happened, like I said earlier about just critical thinking and having to pivot and think on your feet quickly, I was just thinking sales dropped literally overnight. So mm -hmm. what can I do to one, still give my team hours, but make them feel like they're still safe. And then also keep my family safe because I was on maternity leave and I wasn't working. And, um, you know, my, my dad was there, my aunts were there and they're technically high risk, you know, um, to, to contract, contract COVID-19. So I was thinking, what can we do? What can we do? And the online store was the just logical choice. Yeah. Um, on top of that, we were we had been developing a pancake dry mix for years, but because I got pregnant and, you know, all kinds of other excuses, we never really worked on it. Um, the recipe was already there, but I had to research packaging. I had to research labeling. I had to do all the logistics and I just didn't want to deal with it at the time. And so Charlie said, I think it's time. I think we need to launch the pancake mix because everyone on our Instagram is saying how much they miss the pancakes and how much they miss being able to eat it at the cafe. This will be mm. the next best thing. And so I said, yeah, let's do it. Let's see what happens. So within a week of that, we launched it on our online store and it just went crazy. Like we sold out in, I think, 24 hours. Wow. On the wow. It was so cool. Yeah, it was amazing. And so we were like, okay, this is great. This is this is what we're going to do. And so we just ran with it and we pivoted. And, you know, considering that's where the bulk of our income was coming from, we saw the benefits of pivoting our business to that, to that avenue instead. For one, we were able to still serve our community safely. And then we were able to reach a larger audience because we ship to all 50 states, we, we ship nationwide. We were even getting wholesale clients, mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, stores in New Jersey. We have someone in Irvine selling them. We have Umaga Coffee down in Bakersfield selling them. So we were getting a lot of different retailers that were interested and we were just thinking, okay, maybe this is where we're supposed to go. Um, it will give us so much more flexibility if we were able to go down this route because uh, you know, with only having to fulfill wholesale orders and shipping online, we can basically create a schedule based on need versus being open at the cafe and waiting for people to come in while I have like, while I'm breastfeeding my 10 month old, you know, it, it just made a lot of sense for where we're at in life right now. Yes, that is so great. And that's part of the whole like, things happen when it's time to happen, right? So mm -hmm. I'm so happy and I'm so proud that you guys are doing this. 
this is exactly what you know what you guys need and plus i'm all about online stores like <laughs> we're all yeah, about I, it <laughs> i can get some up here you know like i can put in my order tomorrow and get all my purple gear and make ube pancakes <laughs> so yeah i mean you get orders even in you know in hawaii in alaska new york um new jersey florida like all over the us and it's so cool to see to i couldn't i didn't even fathom that we've reached that many people you know and we have so much more in store like i have so many more plans for you know what we want to do but it's just really cool to see that i thought we were just known in this little pocket of la you know and and to see that we've reached beyond mm -hmm. that is just so humbling it's it's uh I don't know it's i didn't even realize that we we made that kind of impact yeah and you guys are gonna keep making well, more guess what? your best friend that you mentioned earlier google has now turned it around and empowered you because hey online is so powerful and if you use that tool in a positive manner the rewards will come and for you to yeah. have also the marketing background and just being a graphic artist obviously you know what people will love when they see it and your images, you know, it's like you can taste it. You're hitting the senses. So congratulations to you. And also guys, don't forget to um, support uh, Ninongs in their uh, charity tomorrow. Do you want to plug that again so that they, they really, um, you know, share and let the people know that uh, you are doing something for a good cause, especially at this time? Yeah, you can check out our website. Uh, our All our merchandise will be up on our website tomorrow. It's ninongsdessertlab.com. The pop-up is going to be at Cafe Aficionado in Northridge. Our pre-orders are closed, but you can always come if you're in the area, if you're in the LA area, you want to drive over to the valley, you can come and we're going to be, we're going to be making extra. So if you happen to want to try and take your chance, uh, hopefully we'll still have some, but we're hoping to sell out. So nine to twelve, right? Yes, nine so to twelve. So you can, can drive now and get there. <laughs> no, I'm gonna order all my. I'm gonna order everything online and ship it to my house, and then I will make it. So there you go, girl. There you go. Everything that you need is on the online store. So do you guys have that cookie that ube cookie butter on there now? Not right now. It's sold out, but we're going to be restocking tomorrow morning. So, uh, yeah, it. Every time we restock, the site goes crazy. So we um, we're actually waiting to restock it tomorrow, so that we'll have some to sell for the pop up. What time do I need to be awake to do this? <laughs> it's like when people are buying Adidas. Shoes, like when I'm buying shoes. I need to know, like, what time do I gotta be on? What bot do I need to buy? <laughs> It'll drop around 8 a.m. <laughs> 8 a.m. Wait, everyone, don't, don't go at 8. I'm gonna be on Knock your, or turn your I know everyone on the live, you got the down low, but yeah, <laughs> at 8 a.m. Awesome. Um, Kisa, um, do you have any shout outs that you want to give to anybody? I want to thank my family, first and foremost, 
because without them, I wouldn't have had any of the opportunities that I've had in the recent years, not just, uh, you know, to pivot my, my career, but also to meet amazing people. I, as a, I'm an only child. So as a person that is so used to being alone, I have never felt more community and more people around me and supporting me than in this time. So I, it's all because of them. I also want to thank our customers, our audience, everyone that follows us. I'm truly humbled. Like I, I mentioned, I just can't believe that we've made this kind of impact. And I think it says a lot about just as an entrepreneur, minding your own, doing your own thing, not being afraid to do it and just trying. It just says, it just shows that you can, you know, it. so thank you to all the followers, to all the customers, to everyone that brought us through this journey. Like, and it's just, it's still going. I, I just can't believe it. I'm so humbled. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, like everyone that's part of the, in her purpose fam. Like it's just like I said at the beginning, you guys are just so there for us. It's it's amazing. You know, you're giving us all these awesome opportunities. You make us feel like there's a sisterhood happening here and and that's as a like I said as an only child, that just feels really special because I've never had anything like that before. Oh, well, we love you and we're here for you, always cheering you on. So whatever you need whatever you want to do. See, this is them all the time in the emails, in my DMs. They're just like, whatever you need, what can we do? How can we help you? And oh, it's amazing. Yes. Yes. So LA fam show up tomorrow, 9 a.m. And the rest of you, 8 a.m. Online. Be there. Yep. Exactly. So more power to you, Carissa, and your family. You know, we've learned so much from you today, and um, the, the support is obviously going to continue, and we're going to look forward to more possibilities of birthing new new cuisines or collaborations with Rose, Jen, and everybody else who's tuned in. Now that you have met the Ube Queen, please follow her and her her company, Ninongs, and be like, be in a, you know, you're gonna be wowed at everything that she has there. So thank you again, Carissa. We, like Jen and Rose said, we are here to support you no matter what, and perhaps have you back on. And um, I know we're going to have a Women's Month celebration, so we'll uh, make sure that you're there with us to keep empowering others. Anything else you, you would like to say, Jen and Rose, to Carissa before we tell her, see you later? Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing your journey with us. Um, thank you for inspiring us. And, um, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop. You're, you're making things happen. You and should be so proud. Stay tuned for the bagels and cream cheese and ube latte collab coming soon. <laughs> see this. Sure, can't wait. Exactly. Yes, let's do that. Okay, Carissa. I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, maybe the internet. So that is a challenge again of the live stream. We appreciate Chris for being here with us. I hope that you enjoyed that stream and that interview. And if I were you, I 
replay it and learn more because I actually took down timestamps. You know, for me, the biggest lesson or possibly the biggest blessing that Carissa is experiencing right now is the way that she treats people. You know, it's all about the relationship that you have. Like she said, you know, um, whether it be your staff, your family, or your customers, you treat everybody the same. And when you have that kind of character, when you have that kind of um, value, then you're able to uh, network and have such a, um, you know what they say, your network is your net worth. And to me, that is more valuable than, um, you know, just trying to uh, um, pursue a goal and going the short route. You know, you just never know where people come into your lives again. And yeah. like right here, you know, obviously we have uh, an amazing woman that we just interviewed. So Rose and Jen, thank you for introducing Carissa because she <laughs> is an amazing woman. Um, just being a mom also, you know, balancing everything and also having, um, you know, her, her story about her mom. Like that is such a, such a powerful, like, the way you, you you see how she is now, obviously she's a strong woman because of what her mom taught her. Mm -hmm. um, and now I see it, you know, of course, Rose, you're, you're so inspiring, inspiring to me and Jen. And um, yeah, gave me goosebumps. You know, this was like very touching interview, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I love, and I didn't mention this, but I love that her mom's legacy is like yeah. living, right? So and that legacy of, of her being able to reach New York, New Jersey, Florida, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Like, oh my gosh, that's just amazing. I'm so proud of her. I she know. Yes. for that one. Seriously. And I'm so proud of you guys because of course now we've got the level has, you know, Chris yeah. has put it on. A, so Jen, it's real. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's real. It's real. I'm like, um, today I was really excited and I, I forgot to mention this while well, um, earlier, but um, today I end up going to the Olympia company, hence my beanie, to pick up, to pick up some food. And um, also because they, they created a dessert with the ube extract that I had given um, them to try. And so they made something, um, an ube dessert, right? Mm -hmm. But when I was waiting in line, I just saw like people of like all colors, in line for yeah. Filipino food. And I was just like, dude, this is so dope. It's not just a bunch of Filipino people coming to buy lumpias. Mm -hmm. There is like every color. And that yeah. is just exciting to see. Yeah. 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 So totally. I mean, I, yeah. I saw that in Australia too. I mean, you know, Filipinos, Filipinas um, are so powerful because food brings us together. You know, yeah. and when, when we're able to share it with the whole world and you just see like the restaurant or even people buying online, tagging, and it's different cultures, that means, you know, we're making an impact mm -hmm. and it's just through food. And, yeah. you know, it, it's so amazing because I love to eat, everybody loves to eat. And if you're able to unite the world just through your food or your creations, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny, this is so random, but I'm gonna say it because if I feel like it's a good time. Um, my husband and I were sitting down the other day and we were talking and then um, she, he said something which triggered me to ask like, my love, what is your, what if, what is your love language, right? Do you guys know about that book? What is yeah. your love language? And then he's all like, food. <laughs> that's not in there. That's not. Exactly. 
is not in there, but it's a good time to bring that up because I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> they should make it. I know we get spotted on, but um, everybody on Kumo and Facebook, watch out for the charity of Kusa tomorrow. Also, again, we're putting it out there. We are going to do a big um, women's celebration on Kumu. Um, Jen, you already have the date, right? You want to share that so they can mark yes. the calendars? It's going to be March 13th here in the U.S. in the evening time, so the 14th in the Philippines. Uh, in the Philippines. So it's going to be awesome. It's going to be yes. a celebration of women around the world. So stay tuned, and we're looking forward to it. Yep, and if you have not yet, follow our handles. Um, you know, look up the IHP website. So we have Inner Purpose on social media, IHP Shop, and that's where I will always plug that every day there's a birthday, every day there's an anniversary, and most importantly, it's almost Valentine's. So guys, check out all the merchandise that we have there because there's some amazing drops that uh, Jen just uploaded. So check it out. And make sure that you grab that amazing gift for your loved one now. It's just around the corner. Happy Happy Valentine's, ladies. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yes. All righty. Thank you again, everyone, for tuning in in this episode. And we'll see you next week next for week. another amazing show. Bye. Ready or not, here I come. Never late when the night is young. Always late when the morning comes.